Good evening. Welcome to 1010 Prayer Online. For the whole of this week, from Monday, we've asked the question, how can I grow a trust in God or a faith in God? And we've reminded ourselves that one of the most important things is to remember who God is and also to keep listening to His voice. And above all, to be anchored in His love because His love never fails. Now, what happens to us as we trust in God? What is the fruit of trusting in God? So turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 17 and let's read from verse, uh, verse 7. All right, I'm going to read from verse 7 and verse 8. Okay, so Jeremiah 17 verse 7 and 8. What is the fruit of someone who trusts in God? Jeremiah says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in Him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So look at this. It says, blessed is the man. Wow, this man who trusts in God, he's a blessed man because he, as he trusts in God, his confidence is in God. His confidence is in God. So what is, the, what is the, the benefit of a man like that? Now, first of all, what does he do when he trusts in God? How does he build this confidence in God? Number one, he's like a tree planted by the waters and sends out its roots by the stream. So what is the blessedness of a man who trusts in God? He knows where to draw his streams of living water from. Do you remember the song that I introduced to you? You are the king of my heart, the mountain where I run to, the fountain I drink from. So a man who trusts in God, when things are going, when things are going wrong or when the heat is on, he doesn't run here, run there, run everywhere looking for help. He knows where to run to. He, in fact, not only does he know where to run through, run to, he sends out his roots by streams of living water. So that's the first benefit of a man who has decided, I will trust in God no matter what, I don't care what's going to happen to me. I don't care what's going to happen to me. But my confidence is in Him. So when, no matter what is happening to me, I'm going to send out my roots into the streams and draw water from the living well. That's the first benefit. He is very clear what to do. The second benefit is this. When he does that, he will not fear when heat comes. His leaves are always green. That means when the heat is on, when the pressure is on, his leaves doesn't dwindle, doesn't dry up. It still stays green. What is green leaves? It speaks of freshness. So because this man has decided he will trust in God, he's going to run to God no matter what. He doesn't run to all kinds of other people. He doesn't even run to prophets. He runs to God and he draws uh, his roots draw water from the stream. Remember, be rooted and established in love. Remember, it's the unfailing love of God. So he goes back to draw from the stream of the love of God that will saturate his heart. And as he does that, he's still remaining fresh. Everybody around him may look a little bit, you know, the Chinese say, chan, chan sai. <laughs> that means they're, 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 they're just gone, you know. They look teruk lah. Can't find an English word. 
But for him, he still, his leaves are still always green. He's still fresh. Second thing that happens is this. He, it, he has no worries in a year of drought and he never fails to bear fruit. Wow! Even when the famine is on and there's no rain, he never fails. He never worries in a season of drought. A drought season is a dry season when everything around you is dry. There's no inspiration and nothing can be worse than not having inspiration. Do you know a business that has no inspiration doesn't know what to do? But even if a business is not doing well, if you're suddenly inspired and there's a river of inspiration running within you, you would be able to bear fruit. I would be able to bear fruit. So the man who trusts in God is like a tree planted by a living water. He sends out his roots. His confidence is he knows where to look for help. And he draws his endless, refreshing spirit from this beautiful living water. Secondly, because he's doing that, even when the heat is on, he's still fresh. He's still energized. Thirdly, he will still bear fruit. He never fails to bear fruit, even when it's a season of drought. Isn't that amazing? Actually, this verse is so powerful that I want to really, you know, going forward, I want to learn to constantly trust in God. No matter what, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to help me keep trusting Him. Amen? Now, I'll just give you one more verse and that is found in Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says here, verse 5 and verse 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. So trusting in the Lord is, means that you don't trust in your own wisdom, human wisdom. It means in all your ways, in all your decision-making, you will ask Him to make clear that path. Now, so a person who doesn't trust in God, what is his alternative? Well, Many people who don't trust in God still trust in something. So turn with me now back to Jeremiah 17. It says in verse 5, Curse is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for his strength. So a man who doesn't trust in God will have to trust in something. And this verse says he trusts in man. So he may trust in other men. He may trust in man's wisdom. He may even trust in science. Science is still man's wisdom. He may even trust in, I don't know, a great philosopher. He's still only a human being. And then he may depend on flesh for his strength. Do you know, if you compare human flesh to the God of Jehoshaphat, this great and mighty God that nothing can come against him, what would you trust in? It's not so much that God wants to curse us as much as we are already stupid, we are already foolish. There's no wisdom in trusting in pure human wisdom. Do you know the coronavirus incident, the whole COVID-19 highlights the foolishness of man that has trusted only on human wisdom. If we had been so clever that we could send man to the moon, we can do AI, we can even clone human beings. Why is it we can't even find a vaccine for coronavirus? Surely that's very easy to do. If compared to going to the moon, this is easy. 
Man has limited understanding. I think one of the heartaches of God is this. Human beings, children on earth, why don't you turn to me and trust me? That is the cry of God. So even tonight, even before we end tonight, let's go back and read the story of Jehoshaphat again. Let's read the story. Or let's ask ourselves, what does it mean to trust in God's love? And let's read also Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. And as we do that, let's pray, shall we? Why don't you join me as we pray for ourselves and even pray for our governments, for our scientists to begin to humble themselves to seek God so that there will be a solution to all these difficulties that we are facing. Amen? Come, let's pray together. Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, who knows the end from the beginning, who created the sun, the moon, the skies, the planets, the galaxies, that not even a single star falls from the sky. You know them even by name. You who created the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish that swim in the sea, even fish that we will never get to see because they're so deep. In all the intricacies, you are God. So Lord, we want to trust in you, to put our whole confidence in you, so that we will be like an ever, a tree planted by living waters, whose leaves will always be green, even when the heat comes. And even when the seasons of drought, we need not worry because we will still be fruitful. We will still bear fruit. And Father, I think you are so sad when we only trust in man's wisdom. For the foolishness of God is better than man's wisdom. Father, will you not forgive us? Will you not continue to speak to us so that we can see the foolishness of our own lives and own decisions? We think that the philosophers of the world know more than you. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Open our eyes. Help us to pray like the Apostle Paul. Open the eyes of my heart that I may be enlightened. I may be enlightened. I may have light to see the hope of my calling, the glorious riches of my inheritance, and the amazing power that's available to us who believe and put our trust in you. Truly, O oh Lord God, we ask for you to help us to open the eyes of our heart. And tonight, even as we pray for our world, Lord, may this world lead us, including the politicians, the scientists, the philosophers of this world. Lord, forgive us all. We are saying like them. Will you forgive us for our pride and our arrogance? Will you help us all to humble ourselves and say, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Our governments don't know what to do. Our scientists don't know what to do. Our philosophers don't know what to do. Lord, we ask you to turn their eyes towards you and you will tell them what to do 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. You long to tell us what to do. You long to solve our problems. So we pray that, yes, Lord, this world will turn their eyes to Jesus, will turn their eyes to the God who created this universe. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Spend some time in prayer. And just begin to ask yourselves, will I trust in my own flesh? Will I trust only in man's opinions and their wisdom? Or will I continue to trust in God? Amen. God bless you. Have a good night.